praise the Lord. into this Pentecostal way. It wasn't what I heard from the Bible. It wasn't the sermons. It wasn't the messages either. It was something I felt in meetings. I felt something in meetings. For the life of me, I don't know what it was. But I felt something. I remember I felt something. I told my landlady, I said, I'm going to some meetings, you ought to come with me. She said, about time you went somewhere. Well, it was really, because I was a bad lad. I really was. I'd, I'd been converted years ago, but and had a blessing and got saved in a Methodist church, at a chapel at Claypole, but I sort of slipped back. I'd never gone on. But I'd never been taught about this new way, which we do it. Life, joy, peace, health, happiness. I was taught that I'd got to be a good lad and then I'd get to heaven. But it isn't like that. You have to have an experience with God. All our goodness. I listen to my door. 
All our goodness is as filthy rice. So if you're trying to be a good lad to get to heaven, any of you, that means Arthur Simmons and all. I don't care what, you'll never get there by your good righteousness. You won't. Your righteousness, and Henry says, is as filthy rice. You can't get that way, and I didn't know it. I thought I'd got to be a good lad. And if I went to church and I did this and I did that and did nothing wrong, never robbed anybody and did everything right, I'd be all right forever. I shouldn't, you know. There's a way that seems right unto the man, but the end thereof is death. Oh, this self-righteous business. God give me a voice like a fucker to tell the truth. The truth is, brothers and sisters, all your goodness and so many perhaps when they come into meetings for the first time say, I couldn't keep it up like you, Henry. Well, Henry can't keep it up. No. Somebody else has to keep me. Yes. Yes, amen. I cannot be a good lad. I cannot make myself good. But once come in, he's making me all right. He's making me all My mother tried to make me a good lad. My dad did and my dad wrote me letters. Bless them, they did the work. But I had to have a, a personal experience with a personal God. And how to get it, I didn't know, Doug. I didn't know how to get it. I, I tried to get it, couldn't get it. But I felt something in a meeting. When I went to this meeting, there's a young man up there, and you were going it. Well, I never seen young men ever go before. I've seen old ones, like me, but I've never seen young ones. I never had, I saw this man had got something, he could see and it was beautiful. I thought, well if he could, God's done something for that man, he could do something for me. But what impressed me was this, not all not all the speaking, crowds of people were, healings all over the place, wonderful things. But it wasn't all that, but I felt something in the meeting. And do you know what they were singing? And they sung the heads off over and over and over and over and over. I thought, when are they going to stop singing it? Like we do, just the same as us. And do you know what it was? Listen to the whispers. Listen. And that's how they go. Listen to the whispers. Listen to the whispers of Jesus. I didn't know what whispers of Jesus meant, but I was enjoying it. Something were coming over to me. I was enjoying it. And that's what happens in our meetings. So, well, I don't quite understand it all. Anyway, I do feel better for coming. Well, you keep coming, it'll work upon you. Because it's the Spirit that does it. It's the Spirit of a living God. Oh, hallelujah. And you know, it worked on me so much, I got my landlady to go with me. And she, she says, oh, she didn't want any more of that. It was, wasn't like, wasn't right. It wasn't right, all that emotion, all that singing. But I caught me. I got all my, I was a manager of courage. I got all my staff to go. I had a badge on my coat, God is love. I stuck my chest out, I'd found something real. I come and told them about New York, New York about it. That I found something real. My brother worked on the buses and he got a busload of folk to come over to Mansfield, uh, to come over there. Uh, he asked people riding on the buses and he brought them over and that's how the Assemblies of God started at New York. Because something happened to Henry. But then, that was marvellous, but I hadn't got then what I've got now. You see, the wonderful thing about this is it's progressive. I don't care how much you've had, you can have more tonight. You can. It's a progressive thing. Oh, really 
Socrates. I'm, 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 I just have the right thing. It's like when you're in business. The more money you want, the more money you get, the more you want. It's like the more glory you want, the more glory you want. It's the same in everything. It's the same in our possessions. The more we have, the more we want. Well, it's the same in the glory way. The more we have, the more we want. We find something, Michael. We find something, to, and it's real. It's wonderful, and it ain't religion. Well, you can call it religion. It's the old time religion. It's the old time religion. It's the old time religion, and it's good enough for me. It will take us all to heaven. It will take us all to heaven. It will take us all to heaven, and it's good enough for me. It was good for Paul and Silas. It was good for Paul and Silas. It was good for Paul and Silas, and it's good. It's the old time religion, it's the old time religion, it's the old time religion, it will take us all to heaven, will take us all to heaven, it will take tonight and can't quite understand it but brothers and sisters wherever God is there's joy and that's the old mark of a Christian is joy I found something exciting I found something real and then I, when I found it real I told others and brought them along and that's what the gospel's all about it's not how good you can keep yourself to get to heaven it's totally different to that it's by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I never knew this, but something happened to me, and it was his Holy Spirit that, that quickened my soul. I got it that way, then I found out the Bible said amen to what I'd got. He yeah, was wonderful. And I'll just read you a scripture which has blessed me so much. And this is it. It's here we are, I'll just read it to you. It's in Romans. Not Romans 8 this time, but it's in Romans. But we're still on Romans 8, but here we are. Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There we are. Romans 5. And this is what it's all about. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I didn't mean just to abide by faith, Henry. Well, I took Jesus Christ into my heart by faith and it changed my life. Did something to me. And that justified me. And for years I couldn't comprehend the greatness of it. I knew I'd got something, but 
as I read the word and put on the word, that word faith is something to me. Not of my righteousness, but of the righteousness of Jesus Christ. He paid the supreme price that we might live. As we say last week, it was about the associates, whatever it is, uh, that they, they were set free by money that was paid by the American government. They come free. There's never been such a big deal in history with money. But we now have a bigger deal than that. 2,000 years ago, Michael, God sent his only begotten son. He paid the price for everybody. Every Michael, Arthur, every, every one of us paid a supreme price. But unless we accept that surprise, we, 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 we're not in, we're outside. Those people on that, who all got free, do you know when they were free? They had to do something about it, the price had been paid, but they had to duck that malt to that jolly aeroplane to get in to get away, didn't they? They had to do something about it. They could have paid the price, but if they hadn't taken by faith, they walked along and they threw them away. Well, that's saying what's happened to us. Love, joy, peace, singing, laughing, dancing, all lovely things. Amen. That's what salvation is. That's what God is. They've had the wrong image for years. This miserable stuff had nothing to do with it, brothers and sisters. The real gospel's wonderful. It's love. It's joy. It's peace. But still, we can be outside this gospel unless we got on the plane to glory, can't we? We've got to take a step of faith. That supreme price was paid 2,000 years ago for Henry Staples. And Henry dared to believe it. Now it's that wonderful saviour to come into my heart and deliver me. And I'm delivered. I'm set free. By not me being a good man, nothing of the kind, but by the righteousness of Jesus. It took me years to comprehend that even though I was saved. It's the righteousness which is by faith taking Jesus Christ into our heart. But I'm a wicked sinner anyway. Well, you all are. Everybody's here sinners. There's one righteousness, no, no one. But thank God that sinners have been forgiven. Praise God. Hallelujah. This wonderful salvation, this wonderful offering, what God and the Father gave is only gone soon. Thank God we can be cleansed from all sin. Yes. The precious blood of Jesus Christ goes and cleanses all of It had to be a big sacrifice for me and some of you too. But it's done, brother. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm delivered. And he's done it. What a blessing. To save a man like you, Paddy, it's marvellous, ain't it, lad? And you're excited about it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All those who are thrilled about being saved, put your hands up and praise the Lord. electrician come to our place a short time ago and he was doing a job for me he's a big contractor in New York and he says do you know Henry I got saved 
So you're fixing me out in the street. I said, did you? I said, ah. He says, you saw me in the street one day, and he says, hey, I want to talk to you. I don't remember doing it. He says, you took me into your house, you pull letters out of your pocket, our people have been saved by you witnessing to them. He says, I got saved. And this is about 20, 25 years after, isn't it marvellous? We've got the goods, brother, sister, but I have. All those who've got the goods, put your hands up. Yes, and it's, it's real, and it's wonderful, and I'm so glad it's infectious. It's more infectious than diphtheria. Once you get this, this righteousness, listen, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace. He says, Reverend, my heart's desire and prayer to God is that Israel might be saved. He said, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Well, if your gospel ain't got any power, get her out on it as soon as you can. Because the gospel works. This gospel works. Jesus said in the third chapter of John, when he's speaking to Nicodemus, he says, We speak that we do know. He says, I hit me the other day that did. We speak that we do know. You must be born again. No messing about, you must be, oh, hallelujah. We speak that we do know, bless the Lord, because we've been saved, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Just put your hands on one another. Just put your hands on one another and feel the power of God going through the meeting now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, save every soul in our Deliver every man and every woman from all the sicknesses, from all the diseases. Stretch forth your hand to heal them now, in the name of Jesus. Ooh, lovely Jesus. Ooh, lovely Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord, amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God, amen. Fill every vessel now, Lord. Quicken them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I was reading this scripture the other day, and it says, Rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then it goes on to say, and it's not me for six. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. <laughs> but we do, you know. We go in tribulation. Also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Amen. And patience experience, and experience hope. And hope that makes not ashamed, because the love of God, this is true, brothers and sisters. Oh, believe it, believe it, believe it. It's by faith, by faith. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Amen. Yes, and it is. Yes. Oh, bless the Lord. Nobody else could do it. Nobody else could do it. It's the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Oh, shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. Oh, what is man that has some mindful of him? I don't know, but he is. For when we were yet without strength, I got nothing. Christ died for the ungodly. 
for scarcely for a righteous man with one day, yet peradventure for a good man someone even dare to die. But God commendeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The price has been paid, brother and sister. Two thousand years ago, you're free. You're free, brother. You're free, sister. You're free. All over are free. Put their hands up. I'm free, free, free. Christ has set me free. Once I was blind, but now I can see. I am free, free, free. Oh, I'm free, free, free. Praise God. Christ has set me free. Once I was blind, but now I can see. For I'm free, free, free. Somebody else who's been set free on the feet quickly for Jesus. Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? When you, you know, you're free and you begin to realise that you've, you've really got something, you know, when you've got your back against the wall. You know, you've got that something and it hurts when you can see it. And others that are in the same room can't see it, you know. It hurts, you know, but it, it's, it's so real. You know, last Saturday I rung Henry from Chester. We went to see my father, no, he'd had a heart attack and he really was on his last, you know. But as we were in the room, it was just sort of moving slowly from one side of the bed to the other, you've got wires and cables all over, you know. You know, I was filled with the presence, you know, that, that God wasn't going to let him die. Nothing else, you know, all, I had a confidence in the atmosphere, and nobody else could see it, you know. And as I was driving home, the only thing on me was, get to that phone and ring Henry, or Albert, or somebody. And I, I rung our house, Steve was at home, and I got Henry's number and I phoned him. And you know, I was expecting some improvement, but you know, in two days he was up and eating bananas. It was really wonderful, you know. It really was, and I do thank God. And you know, my wife was weeping that because she couldn't see it. You know, they, they can't see, unless you come right through in the spirit, you, know, you can't see these things. You know, my wife's a wonderful woman. A wonderful woman in every way, and, and a wonderful believer. But you see, she's not come right through in the spirit. And, and you can't... If you don't, you see, you can't see a lot of things that you would normally see. Save yourself a lot of anguish and tribulations, you know. Well, praise the Lord. And we are wonderfully free, as Henry pointed out, with the hostages, they came forth free. We have come forth from all kinds of bondages, and we're free men and we're free women. I followed a man in the shop today, you know, and I bought what he wanted, what I wanted, and he came in, he bought a packet of fags, it was 70 pence. And I stood there, I said, hallelujah! And the shopkeeper said, what's up with you? I said, I used to buy them things when they were about five bubble packets. And I said, if Christ understood me, I said, look how much I'd be praying for him now. <laughs> wonderful, you know, it's, 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 it's wonderful that we've come forth. We're like Lazarus, we've, we've, we've come forth from the grave. Just come forth. Give it out. I don't know the Lord's good to us, you know, and we don't deserve a bit of it. But I think I've always been one that sort of uh, come to the Lord and drifted back a bit again, you know, but he still loves me and cares for me and he wants the best for me. But um, I ain't always prepared to give him everything, you know. And uh, that last, about three weeks when I came here and um, <clears throat> I really felt the Lord speaking to me to give more to him. And uh, I couldn't stop weeping, Lord, 
so good. And uh, he was speaking to Betty in the same vein today. And I think he wants us to come closer to him. I think I feel that this is the days when he's soon going to be uh, coming back for us. And he wants us to love him more and more. And uh, I know sometimes, uh, uh, then he says sometimes people get a bit uh, downhearted about religious things. But you know, sometimes when I come here and uh, as the meeting goes on, I feel. Uh, Better than if I've had 12 pints of beer, you know. <laughs> it's a lot better than that. You feel really? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's marvellous. But you know, that's the devil's count. That's the devil's counterfeit to the real thing. The real thing's marvellous, and it it fills you, and you don't wake up uh, bad in the morning. No, you wake up really. Uh, well, you've got more of a blessing. It carries on. Give me a kiss, come on. Even the Baptists are getting it. Bless you. Bless you, brother. Come on, quick on. Here's a sweetheart. And it doesn't cost too much as beer, does it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, you know, um, it's lovely to, to be... In, in this fellowship, I do praise the Lord for it because I don't know about you, but I desperately need this sort of fellowship. I'm not a sort of person that can get alone with the Lord. I mean, some people can spend hours alone with the Lord and get topped up, but the Lord knows, and these are the sort of things that just sort of fill me up till next time round. But um, this afternoon, I was reading a book, just a little book about what God had done, and uh, it healed this woman of cancer. And as I was reading it, she was saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. And I started to cry. And the tears were dropping off onto the book. And I thought, Lord, what's happening to me? And I was just sobbing my heart out. But, you know, as I waited on the Lord and I started to pray about it, the Lord said, well, this is answer to prayer. Because those of you who were here last week, those of you who weren't, oh, you missed it. But those of you who were, Henry was crying. He was sobbing and he said, bless you, I don't know what I'm doing it for, but he said, I've got such a burden for souls. And he was weeping. And I sat down there. Now, I don't think it's wrong to cover what somebody's got in the spirit, not one bit. And you know, I felt so miserable inside because I couldn't enter into what he was feeling. I couldn't feel for people. I couldn't, um, I hadn't got a burden. I can't say my heart ever breaks over anybody. I see people, even in my own family, who are not saved, but I don't get that burden for them. And as I sat there, I said, Lord, give me what Henry's got. Let me weep. Just let me weep. And I've never stopped weeping since. And it, it, it's lovely. It's lovely. It says up here, I'm weeping. And, you know, it, it, it did me good this afternoon. And Peter came in and he says, what's the matter? What are you crying for? Because he thought I was ill. And I said, I've just had such a time with the Lord. Just that. Just had such a time with the Lord. And the Lord seemed to be saying to me, there's so much that I've got for you. So much that I want to do for you and through you and with you. And yet, you're not broken.
And so I was saying to the Lord, I mean it, Lord, break me. Break me and, and, and mould me, because I want to be moulded, and I want to be filled, and I want to be more like Jesus. And you know, before I came here, I was thinking about the meeting, and I was thinking to myself how much we need each other to pray for one another. And, and I need your prayers, I, I really do, because with all my heart, and God knows with all my heart, I want to be like Jesus. I, I want what Henry's got, you know, and I look at him and I love him. I love this man because he's been such an encouragement to me, more of an encouragement than anybody in my whole Christian life because I'm glad he's not a good lad. I'm, I'm glad he can't keep it up. And when he said, I can't keep this up, I said, thank you, Henry, thank God, because neither can I. And he's an encouragement. I don't like these people who stand up and say, look at me, I am do this and I do that. And I can be this and that. I'm not criticising them. What I'm saying is, they don't encourage me because I look at these people and I say, well, Lord, if they're like that, why can't I be? And I'm not. And I love it when people stand up here and admit that they're not what you think they are or what they ought to be and they confess this because it's all under the blood all under the blood we can come and we can say sorry to the Lord and you know it encourages me when I see people have fallen down not because I want them to fall down but because I fall down and I've seen God lift them up and I think you can do it for them you can do it for me and, and this is why we need to, to be together isn't it this is why we need to encourage one another need to pray for one another and, and I'm just so I just love this man so much because of what he's done in my life and I thank God for him and, and I just pray with all my heart that, that the Lord will, well I'll be as willing for what God's got for me as Henry's been in his life. Bless the Lord. Amen.